Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. Yep. Yes. Solzy. J-Mart. And then Red Baron is at the controls today. He, he doesn't have a microphone because we are joined here today. We're actually doing our first remote from Cliffside Brewing here in Wallingford, and we're joined by Dave and Samantha. Hi. Thanks for having us, or thanks hey guys. for being here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is exciting. It's our first remote broadcast. Um, Getting out there. Yeah, we'll keep yeah. The, the, the craft beer thing going. This is about as craft as it gets, so we're really excited. So we'll kind of do our normal intro and we'll delve in. Um, our starting lineup today, of course, is Cliffside Beers. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be going lightest to darkest. So our first beer is going to be the New England IPA, followed by the Maybach Ale and their Dry Stout. So it's going to be real exciting. I'm so, looking forward to it. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't make the ch sound. <laughs> That's okay. We can we'll edit it in three. after. We'll yeah. see it on three. One, two, three. Ch. There we go. Um, Actually, I, I'd yeah. suggest doing the New England IPA last. Last, okay. Because that's going to be the hoppiest and it's going to overpower the other two. Right. Well, you're, yeah. you're the master. You're going to yeah. tell us what to do. <laughs> um, so our toast of excellence um, is to, I know this one's a real favorite for Machine Washable and, and J-Mart. And I don't think Kyle likes them either. He's I. Lonzo Ball, the youngest, the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double at the age of 20 years old and 15 days. Whatever. I think it was like, <laughs> it wasn't even that impressive of a triple double, but no. I think it was like six days. Nonetheless, before. a triple double. Five. 20 years, well, 20 five, days. Five days younger than LeBron. So, yay. Yeah. So what? Yeah. So, um, Kendall's going to hop on the mic. He's got to do his, sh- his shot. So, Kendall, why don't you go? Uh, Red Baron, sorry. Why don't you go ahead and do your, your punishment shot for punishment the, shot. the shot trivia? Well, this will help you pour. Yeah, we'll do what we can. And then um, he'll have his, uh, his trivia for us. Now, a little um, shaky there, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> I just go two and a half hours later. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Dave and Smithy, you won't be on the show next week to do the dis- disgusting shot, but you're more than welcome to take a guess. Ooh, and okay. if you're wrong, like just pick one of us. If you're one of you is the, the most wrong, you get to, you can assign one of us to do it. So, or we get to come next week. Or you can come okay. next week and do a double cool. shot. We'll do double shots. All right. You don't so, want the private stock. Okay, uh, so over the weekend uh, we watched um, football. Obviously, you know that's what we do, and uh, we saw a Redskins player. His name escapes me. I should have looked it up beforehand. We saw the one-handed catch, and I think better than Odell Beckham. Maurice teams. Harris. Thank you, Souls. And it made me think. All right, let's see how many uh, touchdowns Odell has at this point. So, how many touchdowns do you think he has to this point in his career? I'm gonna go with forty-four. Twenty-nine. I'm going to say 18. 42. 42. 42 is a good number. But I'm going to go with 69. There you <laughs> go. He knows a thing. I'm going to say 34. Wow. The correct answer is 38. Ooh, wow. Is that me? That was That's you. the closest. Uh, thank Winner. you. Winner. I, I think I was the most wrong. I think I, think I was. I said in the teens. Yeah. 18, I think. 69. 69. Disgusting shots. Private stock. More fun stuff. It's horrible. So, um, yeah, so Cliffside Brewing. Yeah. We're here. We're excited. It's opened up in Wallingford, right on Center Street. So it's very local. How are you guys doing so far? You excited? Doing great. Can barely keep the beer on tap. 
Yeah, doing really Keep, well. That's never a bad thing then. <laughs> yeah. You guys, were you the first brewery in Wallingford? I know there's two, right? Well, there's another one. What's the name of that? Uh, uh, Front, Front Porch. Porch. Front Porch. They've been here, I think, for about two years, but they haven't had their license. So they haven't been able to officially open their doors. Oh, okay. uh, they've been working on it for a long time. They did just open up uh, two weeks ago, I think it was. Yeah. Yep. So you guys so, are officially the first brewery in Wallingford. Licensed we brewery. Are, yeah. yes. That's awesome. Yep. Came and just snuck right in there. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Well, we were just, I, think I, I bet we pissed them off when we got our license before they did. <laughs> yeah, right? You probably motivated them. It's a healthy competition now. <laughs> I think it was with Machine Watch, but we were just driving up Center Street one day. I think we were actually, you know, as embarrassing as it be, I think we were playing Pokemon. Probably. And we were just driving by, and we just saw this, the... The engraving or the you know the, in the window, and we were like, "Wait a minute, that wasn't th- that wasn't there two days ago." <laughs> and so here we are. We'll kind of you know talk about the background of you guys. So what what intrigued you to get into brewing? I know you said earlier six years, right? You've been brewing six years. Yep. So what what <clears throat> motivated you to start brewing well, beer? Actually, there's a little bit of a story there. It's a short story, but there is a story. So we we had apple trees in our yard, and. Uh, Every year, all these hundreds and hundreds of apples would just fall on the ground and go to waste, and I'd have to pick them all up and take, haul them off. And one year, I thought there must be something I could do with these apples, so I made hard cider. And it was a real pain in the butt. <laughs> Put it all through a food processor and got about a gallon of apple juice out of it. Fermented hundreds it. of apples. Oh, I yeah, mean, man. when we say apples, like. Oh, I bet. Apples. So this this was a process. Gal- for one yeah. gallon. Well, well uh, I mean, I, I processed maybe 50 apples, and that made one gallon. And by that point, I'm like, that's enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> On to the and, next thing. <laughs> but it was pretty good. It, it, the cider was pretty good. So I thought, you know, what else can I turn into alcohol? Yep. And so I tried brewing. Nice. Rest and is so history. You started off real small, right? In your garage? Is that where you were yep. doing it? Well, actually, I started off in the kitchen on the... We have a gas stove, and I had a turkey, uh, one of those pots that you, you yeah. deep fry a turkey yeah, yeah. in. Mm-hmm. That was my first boil kettle. Nice. And Started real small then. Yeah. <laughs> it was a seven-gallon kettle. And now you yeah. got your own your own facility. Yes. Well, the definition it's still small. Of a homegrown but brewery. Right. Yep. It's something. So how did, how did, Samantha, how did you become part of the, the Cliffside family then? I mean, I know your daughter, right? Yes. So, so uh Brewer Dave is my father. Um, so I. So we're not going to mention how she got became part of the family. <laughs> Thirty years ago, huh. no. Um, so you know, I've I've kind of been there all along, tasting all the beers, seeing what works, what doesn't. Um, my friends have all been super excited about this process because as uh, the batches got larger, he was able to make some kegs for parties, and you know, I have a holiday party every year, and. He would make uh, his red ale for us, which was great. And it's a good little resource to have. Yeah, It's <laughs> amazing. I mean, hey, I can go down the street to my parents' house and uh, they've got their kegerator and, you know, bring my growler over. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, a lot of my friends were kind of pushing uh, to see more beer and people were just really liking what he was making. And, you know, it was kind of the logical next step. So it's really exciting to be here. I have friends who come almost every day that we're open. So, you know, they, they have to pay now, but <laughs> they, they still come. <laughs> so you guys have three beers on tap, the three we're going to try in a little bit. And then you guys do some, like, partner brewing type of deal, other local brews. Yep, we got guest beers. So guest we have, beers, we have right? eight taps, so we try to keep them all full. 
right. the cars a, or somebody else's. It's a, it's a cool concept. I mean, you know, we, not a lot of these bigger facilities don't do that type of thing. Because they can make enough that they don't need it. So, right. Yeah. But it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool concept, yeah. especially to compare and contrast beers type of deal. But um, so are you guys looking in the, you know, near future, far future to add more of your own beers to those taps? Oh, absolutely. Um, as I was telling you guys earlier, right now I make about one barrel a week, which is two kegs. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the short term, I'm going to be doubling that to two barrels a week. And then shortly after that, I'll double it again to four barrels a week. And at that point, we should easily be able to fill all these taps. Which is exciting. Because, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's not that far. No, right? no. It's not that far. Yeah. It's not something you're, it's not, you're not looking at it as two years from now. No, 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 no. You're looking, like, you know, weeks, within months. Within three or four months, probably. That's real exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Especially for, you know, the craft beer market is growing really yeah. fast. and It's become a culture, pretty much. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's craft beer and craft bourbon. It's kind of the way it's going. So, it's really exciting. So we'll kind of let's talk about the beers. That's the fun stuff. So which beer do you want us to taste first? I would suggest the Maybach. It's right. the lightest, well, lightest colored and and the most delicious. So needless <laughs> to say, your favorite then. My favorite. Well, <laughs> of these three, it's my favorite. Okay. So we get the so this is the Maybach, and we're so looking at it. It's a uh, we got seven point nine percent, so healthy percentage. Yep. Which is exciting. You said light in color, not that multi. It's a. Uh, it, Less it's, a little, it's a little sweeter than, than right. some beers, less malty, not, it's light on the hops. So, I mean, I, I don't know if this, you know, from what I've seen in other craft breweries, this isn't traditionally like a popular beer to brew, right? I feel like I see more people brew like four or five IPAs, like one right. stout, yeah. one porter, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe like a Hefeweizen or something like that. So what, what made you decide to go this route? Um, actually... Have you ever heard of Dead Guy Ale? Yeah. That's a Maybach. So I, I used to like that a lot. So that turned me on to Maybachs in general. And so I just came up with my own recipe to not simulate it, but, you know, it's in the same style. This is very good. Yeah, very, very smooth. Good. Thank you. Big fan. This one sneaks up on you. It's, I was going it, to say, it, goes it doesn't down, feel like seven. It goes down very <laughs> light and smooth, and yeah. I... I Hit pint number two and like, whoa! <laughs> that's when you call a cat. Yeah, right. that's one of the ones where like you don't realize until you stand up to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you're grasping, you're just like grasping under the wall. Just to stand up. You're just like, okay, so you know, you, you said that you you brewed. You, you mentioned red ale. That was one of your favorite. Is that your favorite of all time that he's brewed? Uh, he will have to tell you about my favorite because my favorite is probably uh, what we have called the sweet ale. Oh. which uh, was maybe a happy accident, happy mistake, uh, something kind Mm. of new. Uh, My dad could probably tell you a little bit more about that, though. Yeah, let's hear about it. That's that's very intriguing. Never heard anything (laughs) called a sweet ale. We ran out of it in a single weekend. Yes. Well, that was my actually my first attempt at making the Maybach on the new equipment. And, in fact, that might have been either my very first or second batch on the new equipment. And so there was some settings and whatnot that I hadn't really figured out yet, temperature settings and and uh, how everything was going to react during the process. Um, and so it turned out a lot sweeter than I had expected. It was delicious. But it was a hit. And we ran out of it. We had our grand opening and it was gone. I, wow. When I first tasted it, I was like, this is sickeningly sweet. I just, <laughs> I came very close to dumping the entire batch. 
So my daughter and wife tried it and they liked it and they convinced me to put it on tap and it was gone in a weekend. People buy beer. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really it. They buy it. And I think I think there was kind of that intriguing aspect yes. where they were like, Who's "What is this? What the hell is that? Absolutely. Is this something that you th- are you going to be able to brew it again?" Or uh, it- good question. That's the question. <laughs> so we just got just got to go get different equipment. I, I took good notes, so if I can just replicate what I did wrong the first time, yeah, then what he did maybe right. I can do it wrong again. You could have it listed as so sweet right. ale with a question mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> brew. Yeah. No, that's. But I mean, that's how a lot of things kind of go. I feel like in the both beer and liquor industries and a lot of them are just accidents mm-hmm. yeah and the unfortunate thing is when you know they can't replicate it so i'm hoping you guys can replicate it. i'd like to try it yeah yeah and then so you said and then so you want to do the stout next right yes yeah, so, so that we're do the, stout next. do the ipa last so this one i'm a big fan of the dark beers that's no secret on the show okay usually when we do our our starting lineups everyone has something different <laughs> from a different brewery Mine is usually something in the 22-ounce variety <laughs> and very dark and heavy. So I'm very excited about this. Well, I would call this dark, but I wouldn't call it heavy. Right. Well, it doesn't look heavy. It's weird. It, it's funny. You can, like, after drinking so many of them, like, dark beers, <laughs> like, I've, it looks the same to, like, my girlfriend. She'll look at a beer and she'll just be like, it, it doesn't look any different. Like, Guinness doesn't look any different to her than, like... Goose Islands, Bourbon County, or KBS or something, but like I know the difference just looking at it. Um, so yeah, tell us uh, tell us about this one. Well, it's just a dry stout. Not much to say about it. It's a four and a half percent alcohol. Uh, it's kind of light, easy to drink. Yeah, low on hops, a uh, little malty. I'm this, a fan. this one's great because we get a lot of uh, a lot of women who come in uh, with their husbands and they say, you know, I, I'm not a beer person. I don't like beer. And they especially want to stay away from the dark colored beers. And I always convince them, like, give this one a try. I'm generally not a big stout person or, you know, dark beer person myself. And people like it. You know, it goes it goes down a lot easier than they expect. Yeah. I, it's kind of a nice break from, like, where everyone's going because it's not really, like, there's no coffee really to it or anything yeah. like that. And that's kind of the dark beer trend has been very heavy on the coffee yeah. and like usually some weird flavor. It's a very it. simple recipe. Yeah. It's, it's, I like it. Like you said, it's very light. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely, definitely not like a, a lot of dark beers are like one, two, maybe three. Cause sometimes they're like higher percent, but you know, it's light, low percent. I like this. Typically I don't drink stouts cause I don't like coffee, but it's cause you're a wimp. No, I, I don't <laughs> like coffee, but that that's light where I, I could drink that and be okay with it. You're a wimp. Now, what do you think of it, Kyle? Because you're... I'm the same of, as Mark. You don't like coffee. <laughs> coffee is terrible. <laughs> All right. And this is pretty good for... I don't drink... I don't know names. It's a stout. Basically, <laughs> Kyle's saying, this is good for being, you know... <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's not really... We've gotten Articulate? him into... <laughs> we've gotten him into some more craft beers, but he's kind of like the, the juicy IPA kind of thing. That's his thing. So like he really likes like the 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 two juicies and like he's had like the sip of sunshine and stuff like that. But for the most part, he kind of is just like a Milwaukee's best kind of guy. He just I'm not gonna say it. (laughs) (laughs) But no, this is this is very good. And then the IPA is this. So is this your best selling beer that you've put out so far? Uh, What's your best selling beer you've had out so far? I mean, another sweet sweet ale and the apricot. (laughs) The apricot ale. Which is, really? you, was gone in two hours right? of wow. opening. Well, we literally actually... had people come in the same day saying, oh, my friend said they had this beer, and it was gone. Wow. <laughs> oh. 
Good for you. And you have you have the apricot fermenting currently, right? Yes. That yes. one in a, a winter ale. Winter right? ale. Yep. So those will be exciting to have on on tap soon. Um, so let's let's delve in, let's delve into the IPA. I'm excited. I usually stop drinking IPAs around October because <laughs> once the first dark beers start coming out, I get very excited. <laughs> but I like it because it looks very it's very thick looking. Nice and cloudy. Yeah. It's a, a New England style IPA. So it's got some oatmeal in it for body. Mm-hmm. It's a very low on the bitterness hops, and but then a ton of flavoring and aromatic hops, dry hopped. Yeah, it. When I tasted it, like the the minute it hit my palate, it kind of like, to me, it tasted like a cross of No Filter, from Hooker and Captain's Daughter from Grayson, which like, I mean I know it's not a double IPA, but it's like like that kind of like a lot of flavor. And like the bitterness from the hops, but not overkill on anything. Well, yeah. it, it actually is double IPA. Oh, it is a double. It's eight percent. All right. Yeah. So keep drinking it then. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely do like how it's not completely hopped out. It's it's a nice balance. You see that a lot with the IPAs where yeah. people try and go like way too hop heavy. No hop crazy. And in, and it's hard to drink them when they're smooth. We get like these, Yeah, it's like the imperial yeah. IPAs, and then some people even do like the triple IPAs, yeah. and it's just. It's too, it's too boozy. Like the, it's the, just like drinking grain alcohol that someone poured a little bit of IPA into. <laughs> it's like the uh, Dogfish One Twenty. If you don't let it age for like eight years, yeah. <laughs> but even still, they're like fifteen percent. Yeah, they're pretty heavy. They're they're rough. Yeah, so I mean, these these are really good. You guys Thank did you. a good job. Thank you. Yeah. So, what, what's what do you have in the future for beers? I know you said the apricot in the winter, but do you have any any recipes that aren't a secret or anything? You have any any beers that you're looking to make after these? After the uh, winter ale and the apricot, I'm just going to cycle around back to some that we've done already, like the brown and the red. And um, yeah, the brown was actually your first. Yeah, that was that was before the sweet ale. Before the sweet ale. Brown is kind of a just a big favorite among everyone, Um, but the red is also really good. (laughs) You guys have been open for how long now? One month, five weeks. Yeah, we opened on October seventh. So you've been open for about five weeks, and how? And it seems like you've already had like. Over a half dozen beers on tap, oh, yeah. which is pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. especially for you said you know you're only brewing you know about two kegs a week, right? So that that's a lot of different beer. I mean, you go to a lot of bigger breweries, tap rooms, and it's just they just have their everyday stuff on tap. I mean, it's a large variety, but it doesn't change. Well, that's the nice thing about doing small batches that that you can experiment a lot more because if you have a miss, if it if it's horrible, it doesn't <laughs> sell. It's not that big a deal. You dump it and you move on. Right. I haven't had to dump one yet. I almost <laughs> did, but. I haven't. Thank goodness yeah, you didn't. say it worked out for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to have an extra set of like, taste buds on hand then. Yeah, yeah. it was. I'm Especially glad I didn't dump likes beer. Always willing to be a taste <laughs> tester. Especially if you're hiring for that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a full-time job I'm willing to apply for. So, you know, we, we kind of briefly talked about it before we recorded and everything, but so do you guys have plans to kind of outsource your beer, go to different breweries, um, that do, you know, beer sharing type of deal or growler fills, canning, anything like that? So right now, like I said, we're only doing one keg a, a week, mm-hmm. uh, one, one, one barrel a week, which is two kegs. Um, but short-term plans is, is to increase that up to four kegs a week, or four, sorry, four barrels a week, which is eight kegs. So at that point, we'll be able to do growlers. Right now, we can't do growlers right? because we just don't have the capacity. Well, I mean, you um, get something, like you said, the sweet ale, that's as popular as it is. Right. It's gone just in flights and pints. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, in a matter of hours. It, yeah. It, that, that was impressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good. <laughs> Made me a little sad. We had, we had you know, <laughs> some people coming in later, like, 
So you I'm know, hoping so within sad to tell them no. <laughs> two, three months, we'll be, have the capacity to start doing growlers. And, uh, and once we get to four barrels a week, uh, we may be able to do a little bit of distribution, just local stuff. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's exciting. I mean, it's one of those things, you know, Stubborn Beauty in Middletown is kind of one of those types of deals, very small, not a lot of beers on tap. I mean, they just, I think in the past six months, started canning um, Stubborn, uh, what is it, Nummy Nummy. Yeah, and that's the only one that gets distributed out, and it's blowing up. Yeah, and I mean, so I mean that that doesn't yeah. seem like it could be something that's too far out for you guys. Yeah, and if, mean, if we if we find a good recipe too, we can always outsource it to somebody like uh, Stony Creek. Yeah, uh, somebody to, to brew for us. Yeah, somebody with the facility. To do right, it, right. Which is really exciting. I mean, it's exciting to see. I mean, you get a lot of breweries that come up, and you know, we talked about all the different beers you guys have been making. It's exciting because I've really only heard you mention one IPA out of all of these. You're not. You don't seem like the brewery that's. You know. Hey, here's a New England IPA. Here's a West Coast IPA. Here's you know a dry hop double IPA. It's like you're actually like exploring well, all the spectrums of beer. Truthfully, I've got a wife and two daughters, <laughs> so they're not big IPA fans. So to keep them happy, I got used to. Doing, I would just like to say I think people are experiencing. IPA fatigue. All right. We get people who come in here and they're like, it is so nice to come into a brewery that is not just eight IPAs. Yeah, it's true. It's definitely true. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we've, we've talked about on the show. I work at a, a liquor store, a fairly large one, and we get the, the craft beers and we get the limited stuff, you know, the, the captain's daughter, the no filter, headway, and, all, and it, they're selling less and less. Sip of Sunshine is the only one that still flies, and that's only because it's the, the limitedness the of it. But and all the other ones, they sit and, you know, we have a limited beer cooler and we get the same amount of cases and they just last a little longer every time. And you said it, they, the thing with the IPs, it burns your palate out real easy, especially the companies that go high on the hops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a refreshing, mm-hmm. like I said, it's refreshing to come into a place and have three different styles of beer. Especially the stout. Big fan. <laughs> Plus the IPAs right now, that's the craze, the, the hazy, you know, citrus IPA. So... You know, it's nice you have one for the people that like it, but like you said, you have other things. It's it's nice. You don't see it in a lot of breweries now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, you know, a big thing, too, with the holidays coming up, I know you guys don't do um, growlers and whatnot yet, and that might be, that's probably not going to happen before Thanksgiving or, no, or Christmas come not. around. Definitely but. Not. Um, for future sakes or people, you know, you guys are in a very prime location for people to get food and bring it down to your brewery. There's, Absolutely. You know, Wallingford's definitely not short on restaurants, that's yep. for sure. <laughs> um, have you experimented with what beers pair well with, like, what foods? I know that's, like, a big thing people have kind of been doing um, with, like, you know, how wine has done it forever. This is, you know, Pinot Noir for Thanksgiving, but people have been doing it more with beers. Have you guys experimented? That's true. I mean, but my problem is, is that, I like beer, so you know, you give <laughs> we, me a that's beer all our problem. and <laughs> something to eat, and I'm happy. It, I yep. don't have really, to honestly, food, food just slows down the drinking. <laughs> that's all it really does. We, we've actually been talking to uh, some some local businesses about doing some pairing nights. So there's a great cupcake company down the street, and. Yep. We would love to set up a beer and cupcake pairing because we think that's a little different and uh, we think it would be a lot of fun. So we're we're definitely open to it. Light, on, light on the calories. <laughs> Real light. Super like light. You know, it's it's very carb helpful. light. So, you know, you, you, you offset the health food of the beer with the cupcake. 
Well, beer, beer is just made from stuff that grows in the ground, so it's like a salad anyway. It's it's a sandwich it in a, a bottle. Salad. Well yeah, said. Well it's said. liquid bread. Yep. <laughs> no one accepts it when I say that. I do. The doctor doesn't accept it? No. Kendall does. He's nodding. <laughs> I've always accepted it. <laughs> so, have you, so the winter ale, you said, I know you said the apricot. Is this your first experiment with the winter ale? Have you? Have it you, is. Yes. So first time is, I've made it. So you're, you haven't even tasted it yet. You have no I, idea. I tasted it. And... So far, so good? So far, so good. Yeah. I mean, I tasted it before it had finished fermenting, so that's always a little, <laughs> little iffy. A little sketch? Yeah, yeah. Can you give us some notes on it? What's, what's, it, what's, it, well, what's portfolio it's, looking it's, like this It's far? actually very similar to the dry stout. Okay. That's, it's ba- the base is it's not exactly the dry stout, but it's similar. And then we've got, on top of that, the spices of uh, the winter ales, which includes cinnamon, nutmeg, and um, something else. Allspice, plus a fourth secret ingredient. No, oak, oak chips and another secret ingredient. Secret ingredient. Secret. It's yeah. love. It's love. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to tell them. It's, Secrets out. Even, even if that's a secret, you can't, you can't just use that. I mean, there's certain amounts of love. You just... It's very limited. So you guys were talking earlier, too, about trivia night. Yes. Which is, that's something everybody has kind of been doing. That's like a big thing. So you guys, you just have your first trivia night, or is it something you've been doing for a little while? We did. We just had our very first trivia night this past Friday. Uh, It's something that we're going to be doing regularly the second Friday of each month. Um, And it it went great. We had a full house and uh, had some great prizes, and I think uh, everyone had a lot of fun. So is it... it all trivia? Is it beer trivia? I mean, some places do... It's it's a mix. So um, I make the trivia myself and run it um, to everyone's complete joy. Um, so we do uh, four different rounds, and each round is a different category, uh, which, you know, range from sports to history to literature to pop culture. And then our... Uh, we do a photo round in between, and that is always beer-related. So this past uh, Friday, uh, for our first trivia night, we did name that brewery, and it was a picture of each brewery's logo, and it was uh, all Connecticut breweries, so it was a point to name the brewery and a point to name the town in which it was located. Everyone did relatively well. We had one team get them all completely correct. Wow. So. Cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it was per- impressive. They were also the fastest. So that's the, that's the person, like, that's like the husband who has like a family, it like was. a wife and four kids. And they were there. And there's no milk or, <laughs> there's no milk or cheese in the fridge. It's just 18 growlers <laughs> full of beer. They were there. He had his wife like and fridge. two children with him, including an infant, um, which was great. We are very kid friendly here. So they played some games and had some popcorn while dad kicked butt in the uh, beer trivia. Well, that's a fun thing that you guys have too. I noticed you yeah, have the I'll shelf of games going. Cold I mean, I've here. seen that in, I've seen that in bars. Like you know, the Hop Knot does that in Middletown. That's a kind of one of their big like coined things. But you don't really see it in breweries. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is kind of a more laid back. It's not as doesn't not a hectic as a like a Two Roads or a Stony Creek type of thing. Two it's, Roads is mayhem when you get in there. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, you get in and it's you have to fight for your life to get a beer, but. Well, here it's more, it's, you know, it's like, I mean, and you guys are busy. It's not like mm-hmm. you guys don't experience the foot traffic, especially on Center Street here for anybody who's been to Wallingford. You know, we're all from here, but it's, this is a very high foot traffic street, and, yeah. you know, especially right next to the, the gazebo, with, you know, especially in the center this time of the year, so. they have the uh, bar crawl coming up yeah. right. Thanksgiving. Yep. Are well, you guys a part well, of that? Well, normally, oh, the, 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 the bar crawl, will the bar that be? Crawl? 
Uh, so that is the day before Thanksgiving, which I believe is the second most popular drinking night of the oh, year yeah. after yep. uh, New Year's. Don't yep. drive that night. No, <laughs> Do not no. drive. Well, that's why I'm everybody's glad home. I live like 30 feet. That, yeah. That's what it is. Everybody's home. It's, it doesn't matter. What, it's bars, breweries, liquor stores. It's Thanksgiving Eve is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just... Well, if, everyone comes home. And what else Everybody do comes home. You, home. you and gotta what, see your family. What, <laughs> the only way to deal with that much family is to drink. <laughs> a lot. And, yeah, it's it's absurd. We have... We, we just had a woman come in preparing for her... Her family, she's got, uh, she's gonna have twenty seven family members coming from out of state Ooh. to stay with her she from from Wednesday <laughs> until Sunday, and she already in her house. She has six kids that are all in college. They're not all staying with her. She, she needs they? whiskey, not beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> she, <move> up. <laughs> she, she bought close to six thousand dollars worth of oh, wine, yeah. liquor, and beer. God, and, wow. and, and, and I wish I had that budget. Well, the best part was yeah. she didn't skimp on anything. I think the cheapest bottle of wine she bought was seventeen dollars. She's in Wallingford. No, this was in Middletown. She, oh, lives, okay. she lives in um, she lives so in Weatherfield. This party, Kyle. She might be single. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> With six kids, I don't know if that's worth being single. For. Step up, Kyle. You got but this. But like I said, it's it's just you know bars, breweries. It's insane. So will you guys? Like, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt it, but will you guys be a part of that? The bar crawl. So there is a. Um pub crawl that happens down center street every year and we definitely looked into joining however there is um holiday stroll happens in wallingford on december 1st which is you know like a week and a half afterwards and the problem again is with um you know how much we actually have in stock so we just don't know that we would have enough for both so it's part of that problem is that i was out of the country for 10 days so i missed three brew weekends right so we're like we're like almost out now and then we got these two big events coming up that we're just unfortunately not prepared for right well i mean it, it, you said you've only been open five weeks right i mean it's not and we pushed that five weeks because i found out about the wallingford festival like at the last minute and then i decided i'm going to push my opening date because i wasn't going to open for like three or four more weeks so I pushed it up just to, to, to hit that festival. Yeah. And that wiped us out completely. We, we closed. Worked out for you. The, we, we were closed, what, not the next weekend, but the weekend after. Yep. We, we have just been kind of playing catch up ever yeah. since. Yeah. So yeah. we will And we then I was not... out of town. It's I a, couldn't, didn't brew. So it sounds yeah. like a good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it just. Well, so, for us, not for, you know, right, our exactly. customers. Well, I hope everyone doesn't get, start getting. Tired of us being out of beer and stop coming, you know. Well, and, you know that's that's part of the you know part of the thing. We're you know plugging you guys that so people listen. They know yeah that more beers coming in the future, and we're going to expand. So this will be less of a problem in the future. It's, you know, which is always exciting. Um, so you guys, um, I had a question in my head and I completely forgot it. Oh, come on, uh, it's there come somewhere. <laughs> it's it's there somewhere. I don't remember what it is though. <laughs> you have a question? So actually, to back to the first question, Perfect. I don't think we <laughs> answered it. Uh, I think we're not going to be open the day before Thanksgiving. Right. So we're saving our beer for the The stroll. For the holiday stroll, which will be during our regular hours. So we will just maintain what our hours are right now. We're just open on Fridays and Saturdays. So all you alcoholics can just go buy whiskey or there's actually a distillery in Wallingford. Yeah. Right. So they can go hit that place. Well, Wallingford's like, you know, when I first met uh, our producer here, uh, Red Baron, sorry, I'm just calling you Kendall again. Um, (laughs) The Red Baron, you know, I hadn't actually heard of Wallingford. I'm from Middletown originally, 
and you know, which is not that far away. You but hadn't I hadn't heard of Wallingford. No, I've you just live never. In Middletown? I've never ventured this That's way of the impressive. state. <laughs> I live in Middletown, and all my family lives it's like in one town over. Right? They all live in Enfield. I just like to say, I live in Wallingford, and I'm in Middletown quite often. So. I live in Middletown. All my know. family lives in Enfield, so I never really ventured this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I think the only time I ever ventured this way was to go to Sonic for the first time, and I didn't even realize what town I was in. But you know, he's telling me about it. He's like, it's the biggest town you've never heard of. That's how mm-hmm. we coined it. That's pretty much but, I mean, accurate. It's a, like, now we have two breweries, so yeah, see, now you've got we're two on the map now. You've got a distillery. There's three wineries. Yep. Cider. The cider place, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And you guys are, um, I don't know who here has heard of it, but there's this place called Ripe. They make uh, bar mixes. That was in Wallingford. They just moved to New Haven to a bigger facility, but hmm. there's a lot I of stuff going on. didn't know that was a thing. Is that the but organic Yeah, yeah all yes, organic bar mixes. They're like, it's like $10 for one like bottle of bar mix, but... Actually, Jim, you had it. It's that sour mix that I had in the Uh, fridge. Yeah, at Maple. That was that stuff. So it's it's good stuff. But like you said, it's it's on the rise. Um, My question popped back into my head. Two of them. (laughs) So the first one, I know you guys said you know right now you're you're not brewing a whole lot, but you plan to get that way. But have have any local bars or anything? Has anybody kind of reached out to you guys wanting to know about having bars uh, beers on tap and whatnot? Because Several people have. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that's exciting. That's Guys good. from Knuckleheads came over. Yeah. Um, Christos, who else was it? Christos? The restaurant down. The pizza street. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. They, they are ready. They said to put, put them on our list once we're yep. ready. Um, we've, we've, had, we've had a lot of people that's asking. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. It's great to yeah. have people asking you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Makes marketing easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's just it. You know, craft beer, you know, it's a... The wonderful thing about the beer industry versus like wine and liquor, from what I've experienced in the working in the industry, is that beer is more of like a family operation. I mean, obviously you compete, you want to sell your your beer to somebody before they buy somebody else's beer, but it seems like craft beer is kind of more family oriented. Like a lot of promotion for other like breweries and whatnot. Like we have when we have two roads in our store. You know, they're, they don't shy away from helping somebody if they're, like, the, to try their beers. But if somebody, you know, is looking for a beer and, like, they know they don't have something like that, they're not afraid to recommend another local oh, brewery. Oh, absolutely. We've had so much support from other local breweries. I was almost surprised just because being new to this, um, we had people from um, Kinsmen stop by, Alvarium stop by. They brought us some uh, of their beers. The Allagash guys Allagash up. came by. Um, yep. um, you know, we have one of theirs on tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the nice so. thing about is is about having all these breweries in one area is that people will, will go on a like a, a bar crawl or a, a, a brewery crawl. Right. You know, and they'll hit they'll hit all of them at the same mm-hmm. time. So, you know, you don't you're not really competing with these other breweries. You're it's all like a community. You're all working together. Absolutely. The, the, the bigger I mean, that you can make yeah. the community, then the more people from outside your community come in to visit, which is better for everyone. A couple of years ago, um, I was planning my brother's stag before he got married, and we were doing all the breweries in Brantford. We were getting raffle gifts and whatnot, and we were about to leave Thimble Island, Thimble Island and um, we saw like Duvig was close. We weren't going to go, mm-hmm. and the bartender at Thimble Island was like, you need to go there mm-hmm. now. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're leaving here, go. And I, I couldn't believe it. It is, like you said, it's like a community, yep. you know, you're competing, but you're working together. It's, I it's, mean, front front porch that just opened in Wallingford two weeks ago, um, the day before their grand opening, reached out to us and emailed us and said, hey, is it okay if we shout you out 
you know, on social media and with our announcement about our grand opening. And we were like, yeah. So, no. you know, they were like, hey, come, <laughs> come check us out. And, you know, if you're in town, stop by and see Cliffside. They just opened too. And, you know, it's it's been really great. We have yet to meet them. And they literally were already sending people our way. And we do the same because they their hours are later than ours. So mm-hmm. when we close, you know, we say, hey, head over to Front Porch if you want to keep the party going. I like that, you know, we talked about, like, the hecticness of some of the bigger breweries in Connecticut. I like the, I like the atmosphere of your guys' place because it, it almost feels like you're in a bar versus a brewery. But, like, obvi- I mean, like, not hectic crazy, but it's, it's just laid back. It, it's nice to, you know, sit back and have a couple pints. It's, you know, comfortable seating. Um, I, don't, I don't like to knock breweries, especially being a, you know, a, a craft beer show that we do. But I can't stand going to Two Roads to sit on those stools. It's, it's, it's so uncomfortable <laughs> if you guys haven't been there. It's just those wood stools. Oh, it's just... It's well, really cool how they got make the, the padding tables. for you here. Well, you so, know, yeah, most you know, breweries relax. are they, they are zoned for uh, light industrial, so they have to be in a manufacturing or industrial area. Um, we kind of got it. I'm, I'm not going to call it a variance because that's not the right zoning term. Uh, I already got slapped for that at the zoning board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, they, Town of Wallingford, did an exception for. Uh, Center Street, because they're trying to revitalize Center Street area. Yeah. And they told me that if if I concentrated on the tap room rather than the brewery, and they limited specifically the size of the brewery compared to the tap room, the uh, tap room had to be two-thirds of the area, and the brewery had to be one-third. So they wanted something that was more uh, public-facing than, mm-hmm. than an actual, just a, a raw brewery. So that's kind of, and, and that's kind of what I had in mind anyway yeah. to start with. So it fit perfectly. And so they gave me the exception to build a brewery right on Center Street. Well, I mean, when we got here, you, you asked us if we wanted the tour, and, you know, you prefaced it with that it would last 15 seconds. <laughs> right, right. And but from the location you guys have, I mean, it's not really, you know, it's not built to be a, a mass brew area. It's meant to kind of be what it is, and it, right. it's working. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I noticed, you know, you guys are open. Fridays and Saturdays, um, what are the hours, 5 five to 9, is that what it says? 5 to 9 on Friday and noon to 9 on Saturday. Do you guys have plans of expanding those hours as the, the beer quantities if, go up? If the beer quantities go up and, and, and I can find someone to manage the tap room, as I'm pointing to my daughter. Well, we, we still both work our day jobs right. okay. uh, full time. So, uh, yeah, if he's ready to hire me. I'm ready to run the tap room. <laughs> if you're ready to work without any benefits. <laughs> you don't need yeah. those. Hold on. Yeah, beer. You don't, hold on, hold on. You don't need health uh, insurance, do you? Pint, uh, we'll pints be of beer sounds like a pretty good benefit to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's like a, a it, is, it is health food. So. That's like mental health, <laughs> right? Yes. That's really what well, it is. You, you said it's like a salad, basically. Right, exactly. It grows I mean, in the ground, hops, so it's a salad. You know, I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't be that way. So where did the name Cliffside come from? I don't really notice a lot of cliffs in Wallingford. So we would be wrong. Well, there is actually <laughs> at least one cliff. Um, you probably know where Potter Ridge Ski Resort is. We live on the other side of that mountain, which is Cliffside Drive. Okay. So we live at the bottom of the cliff of Potter Ridge on Cliffside Drive. And it's not easy to come up with a clever name for a brewery that's not already taken as either a brewery or a beer. We came up with so many very clever we names. We had a list of probably 200 names. Yeah. Every time I mean, you, you do a, cer- a Google search 
on a clever, yeah, clever that's name. Yeah, that's a cliff. That's a view from his house. You know, or something very close. The Red Baron and I, we were talking the other night. Any name for a band, brewery, it's already mm-hmm. taken, yeah. if you think of it. Yeah. It's already oh, gone, yeah. you know. At least Absolutely. with a band, it doesn't even have to make sense. It doesn't have to be about <laughs> beer. It doesn't have to be about music. It can be the, the pet rocks, you know, yeah. whatever. And pe- people, people but with a brewery, you know. Their last album was great. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, not, it's you know, it's, it's simple. It's very easy to remember. It's nothing hectic. And like, it's I got mean, a nice flow to it. Well, I mean, it, yeah. and it makes sense, too. Like, as, the, as the, the brewery gets bigger and the product grows... It's it's where it started. Like you said, you started it, it out of a turkey homegrown brewery kitchen. <laughs> on Cliffside Drive. Cliffside Drive. That's where you it know, was born. It's, it's it's been a great way to meet our neighbors um, that who live further down the street because they come and they're like, we heard of this brewery they, they, they that wanna, has they the same buy name glasses. as our street, and they want you know a T-shirt. And oh, yeah. We're like, oh, they want well, a we live there. Says <laughs> Cliffside on it because they live on Cliffside. Is the logo is it is it a rep- representation of the cliff? Uh, no, <laughs> no, just, just a nice cliff. Our 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 cliff is. The, not very conducive to logo, <laughs> <laughs> so our graphic artist kind of she's she came up with her own beefed up the cliff a little yeah, bit, yeah, a little bit, add a little bit more ridge to it, yeah, yes. So, um, and, and actually, if you squint and look at the logo, you can see a, a frosty beer mug mm-hmm. right in the center, right of in it. the middle. Oh uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to see on that one. Look at that one, yeah. the window, yeah. That's okay. cool. All right. Very it's clever. A, yeah, it's like subliminal <laughs> messaging. You're looking at it like you're like, oh, let's look at breweries it's a nice around. Mountain, here. I want a beer. <laughs> Frosty Mountain. Hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we talked about all the different beers that you guys make and everything. Is there is there one beer that you have tried to make that hasn't worked, or something you're really excited to try to make sometime soon? A, a style or a specific recipe twist on a style? Well, knock on wood, I've not had to dump a batch yet. Right. Which my very first brew. Um, the thing is, I, I read a lot of books. I watched a lot of videos. I, I, I did a lot of research before I even started. He's an engineer. He's uh, very analytical. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Every, so, everything is very... Which has got to be tough for something like brewing, because really it's trial by error. Not really. No? Not is really. It, can you really find I take it, really good notes, <laughs> and if you follow the steps, you end up with good beer. I mean, I'm basically, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants that have have figured out the process and how to do it and do it properly. And I'm just replicating what they've been doing all along. And just adding your own little twist to it. Yeah, your own cliffside yeah, yeah. twist. So is it just is it just you two that currently work at the the tap room? Oh we have two other bartenders, Henry and uh Krisha. Mm-hmm. And they're great. Are they family or just Nope. They're, just, well they they've become fam- they've family. Be, yeah, right. Yeah, well, they have. It kind of works that way. Yeah, yeah. This is how this started. Just a group of degenerates yep. become family one day. But it's you yeah. know, it's it's definitely fun. It's exciting that you guys are, you know, experiencing the volume that you have in terms of traffic. And I mean, did you did you picture it turning out this way? Did you picture opening up your doors and, and running out of beer right away? And of and course, perfect. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's perfect. I, I thought she's I'd shaking have, her head. I, I was <laughs> expecting lines going down the street on Center Street. <laughs> We were very scared. We were very nervous. Um, it's a scary you know, thing. For, for my dad to do this, though, it's well, I'm impressed. I think it's very brave and very cool to actually do something you're really passionate about. And, uh, you know, it sets a great example for my sister and me. Like, he's actually doing what he loves. I mean, 
what else would you rather be doing, yeah, you know? That's, that's, you know? That's what people ask us all the time, like, you know, oh, you know, do you get paid for this? Is this mm-hmm. your, you know, your daytime job type thing? And it's, it's the same type of thing. It's, you know, we have our day jobs. Yep. We do this because we love it. And if, if something becomes of it one day, mm-hmm. that'd be fantastic. It'd be a great thing to, you know, start yeah. to tell the kids, tell, you know, share with people. But it's doing what you love, which is... Exactly. And I'm just hoping that he creates a beer dynasty and one day it <laughs> will all be mine. Nice inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you have plans of this being your day job one time, one day soon? Uh, is my boss listening to this? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> my job is already worried. They're like, you're going to leave and you're just going to run. You're just going to run the brewery. Like, I, I hear no, that constantly. I would never want how long to am I, How long till I quit? I mean. Can I drink at this job? No. <laughs> <laughs> Strike one. Can I walk in and pour a pint? No. <laughs> Do I get to have trivia while I'm working? <laughs> no. You're out. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> all for different things. So, you know, we talked we talked about the pumpkin beer and all this stuff, the seasonals. I know the winter ale is, is a seasonal type of beer. Do you have other seasonals in the works or anything? Or for the springtime when it comes around? Like or? wheat beers. I've made wheat beers that are pretty good and some Hefeweizens and, and things like that that I haven't made here yet. Uh, they'll, they'll be coming up. Will you make a pumpkin beer next fall? I'm hoping you say no. He's going to say um, no. Good, good. I don't know. I don't understand the craze for pumpkin beer. You, you, you I don't, were talking about I don't it either. We, we have we have the, the two roads, uh, Ro- uh, Rosemary's Baby on tap. And uh, I'm not a big fan of the pumpkins. I, I can drink like one pint a year. <laughs> I just don't get it. It's like you wouldn't, you wouldn't drink pumpkin juice. Like no, you're not no. in Harry Potter. I know. This isn't, you know... You, it's not a thing. But, it's you know, for pies. Some people if, wish they were in here. But, but then also... Yeah, but I don't want it for pumpkin juice. <laughs> but also the, so the, the sweet ale I wouldn't up. have made for myself either. I, in fact, I didn't drink it, much of it. Um, but exactly. everyone else liked it. If, so. if there's a demand for it, you yeah. know. Yeah, then yeah. you make it. Yeah, but not for pumpkin beer. <laughs> that's the one you got to put your foot down on. Just. Well, he, well he actually, does have standards. Actually the one that I do the cinnamon sugar rim. Because he says that's not appropriate. Actually, I will put my foot down on sour beers. Sorry. No sours here. We were talking about it before before you popped up, J. Martin. They're not good. They're, they're, not, they're not a big fan of sour beers no, here. No, no. It's a it's a small family of people who love them. It's like people, people who that really like enjoy mushrooms. Yeah. and yeah, and mushrooms, things like that. Although I tell you, something really funny is to watch Kyle drink a sour. True. Oh, he <laughs> makes a lot of funny faces. Good. He can't do bitter very well. <laughs> We've and, got a great nope. picture of my youngest daughter drinking her first sour beer, mm-hmm. and yeah, the face that oh, she it's made. Terrible. Yeah. I think I think the reason yeah. I like sour is like I mean I I enjoy bitter but with sour beers I've just found like like ingredients like there's weird ingredients that they add into them bacteria you, yeah like you but like fungus oh, <laughs> literally <laughs> no it's literally bacteria yeah, oh. that's what makes it sour that's like, a good one there's like the guys oh that's a good that's good <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> there's like you know like the geyser goes from two roads they you know it's kelp and sea salt and it's like you wouldn't normally like Oh, I don't want a stout with that in it, but it works in a sour. I don't. I don't know. It's it's mm, weird. Does it? It does. No, it does. Does it? It does. Mm. You're not supposed mm. to eat kelp. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're no. talking about pumpkins. You're not supposed to eat kelp. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> I could right, make, that's I, fair. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess there's. You know, we said. You know, I can't argue the pumpkin thing. It's different I for mean, everybody. If you don't but want pumpkin juice, why do I want kelp juice? Exactly. Well, I don't Good want kelp point. juice. <laughs> I don't want that. I just mean. bring it out. <laughs> I don't want kelp juice. I just want a leaf of kelp. To garnish my beer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, I mean, there's there's some weird. Have you guys have you ever experimented with some really weird stuff? I mean, there's some weird beers out there. That's you know, not, I mean, there's a brewery. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but they're they're literally brewing a beer with Big Macs. 
Oh. I don't know, but yeah. like full. We had one with like it's an probably oyster or full, something. That's what I was thinking. Foolproof brewery. But why would he brew that when he could brew this? I, I think a lot of that <laughs> stuff is just gimmicks. <laughs> it's, it's it exactly is, what it but is. Yep. sometimes people just bacon, uh, bacon beer. Yeah, I've seen that. The uh, the Pizza. worst one, the worst one I've seen was from uh, Rogue, the beard beer. Where they took the yeast out of the guy's beard. Oh, Horrible. God. Oh, I've heard. We've heard worse. We've really? heard worse. Than beard. Have you... Yeah. My least favorite. Where else does yeast come I've from? heard that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That Bacteria. sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the worst I've ever had. I, I, I don't think I would really put my lips on a glass <laughs> that's got some of that in it. But uh, the worst I've ever had was and uh, Jay Martin, the Red Baron of Experience, the two. It's from Foolproof. It's a beer brewed with oysters. And barnacles from the bottom of ships. Ooh. And when you no. taste it, you know, like... That's what I, it tastes like. I like oysters. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yep. I, I like oysters, but as a food. No. Um, when you, Drinking the beer, it, it literally, it tasted like licking the bottom of a ship. Well, that's what you were doing. Yeah, if you want that beer for free, just drink some salt water. No, I mean, I I bought one single of it from the store because it was just like, I was like, I need to see how terrible this really is. Like, it just sounded so atrocious. That's probably how they sell it all. It was chocolate oyster uh, I was thinking about taking my old sneakers and soaking the soles (laughs) from my sneakers (laughs) in the beer. Doing one of those, like, was it holes, right? Isn't that how they make that stuff? The the shoes? That's how Mm -hmm. they're... Foot sweat beer, quarter <laughs> mile beer. porter, batch fifty. I bet nobody's done that yet. <laughs> no, you guys could. It's be actually fermenting in back right now. If you want to sample, the sneakers are not not the beer. Just the sneakers are fermenting. <laughs> just the sneakers. It's a sneaker juice. Well, it's refreshing to hear you guys don't think you need gimmicks to, no. to sell the beer, which is exciting. No, no oh, I gimmicks. I don't think we've ever had a train horn on, on the air. Did we pick that? Kendall's up? pretty oh, excited. Yeah. Well, back at Maple, we were pretty close, so we picked up a lot of that. So. But, yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's exciting. Like you guys said, high foot traffic area. You guys are experiencing a lot of sales, um, foot traffic coming in the door. The He's running out of beer, which is, you know, like I said, it's a good problem to have. I mean, very good. you know, one day soon you said you'll you'll be there where you don't have that problem. But it's good that people like it. And, you have, like I said, you, I don't think you haven't really had – I haven't seen any on, like, beer advocate type things, people talking and, you know, Facebook groups – centralized around ct beer drinkers i haven't heard anybody say eh, you know this beer was okay or this or this wasn't my thing everybody said good things well, yeah i saw good stuff on untapped too well, well there was one bad comment <laughs> Uh-oh. last the, week yeah. there'll always be one the, the new two guys came in and tried the new england ipa and they said this is not an ipa this is a stout <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. They, so. they were very insistent, and I finally just or had to let it go. Were they from Wallingford? I finally had to let it go. And if Can you're listening, I wasn't sorry, here at the time, so I couldn't, I couldn't straighten them out. I did a pretty good job explaining it to them. Yeah. Krisha, poor Give Krisha like was just trying not to laugh at them. <laughs> yeah, let's, do, let's do a police we'll schedule. Do our rounds. <laughs> Kyle, you're, you're a good drawer, right? No. Uh, <laughs> you always see those people in bars, though, that try and talk about craft beers that don't know what they're talking well, about. While they're holding up a yeah. Bud Light. Yeah. Try, working, try working in a liquor store. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. You get people coming in. Yeah, you know, so I want an IPA, but I don't want it to really have any fruit. I don't want it to be too hoppy. <laughs> and it shouldn't be hoppy. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I've, you people that come in, I'm looking for a really good craft beer. I want a stout that's not too heavy, not too dark, and is under 3%. So there's Poland yeah, Springs like, over there. You want water with some malt in it? I don't know what you want. Like, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. But well, he, my dad actually um, considered getting Budweiser on tap. Both the regular Bud uh, and Bud Light, and because uh, one's a red handle and one's a blue tap handle, and uh, <laughs> hopefully they're not going to show up here. But <laughs> I'm going to take the red handle and weld it to the hot water tap, 
and then the oh. blue handle and weld it to the cold water tap. That's a good idea. <laughs> that's, that's great. I'm all for that. That's a great way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll do, have it available. This is, what, this is what you'll do. Once you get to the point where you're brewing enough beer and you start giving it to people, just start just trade bars the tap handles for it. <laughs> just make just make your own tap handle. I mean, you made the bar. You, you made, you said, you know, I, I made these tap handles. Yeah, I mean, Samantha was saying you made the, you know, you laid the floor down, you built the bars, you built the everything in here. So just, just make a make a, make some really cool cliffside tap handles and just go, hey, I'll trade you this. Get the hot water <laughs> handles. There you go. Yeah. What's it? What an interesting like like concept to do. I've never. I would have never thought of doing that in like a brewery. <laughs> oh, that's a, you, you should put it as like the, the my problem. They'll, they'll show up and they'll sue me for for. Uh, Slander yeah. or something, yeah. something. You get a like Coors that, Light you know? handle and use it as the toilet. Just flush <laughs> it. Get one of the pole flushes. That would be awesome. Did you see our sure. used beer sign? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of funny signs going on in that bathroom. You should check it out. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't been in there yet. Good signs in there. There's a lot of good signs outside of the bar. I like the, I'm a big fan of any sign. Like, I noticed you the two over there. How to cheers and like all the different languages to cheers. Yep. yep. And then like how to know what a beer is. I'm a big fan of those that, signs. That's where we got our uh, Wi-Fi password. It was one of the how to cheer. How to say cheers in. Uh, African Zulu. Zulu. Yes. Is Oogie Wawa. Nice. That's how you say cheers, and that is our Wi Fi password. Kyle liked that one. We like to say it's people, and they get confused. (laughs) Kyle, why don't you say that for us real quick? (laughs) He embarrasses himself enough. Um, Well, I mean, it's about time to to wrap up. Um, But thank you for having us. You know, thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. We'll Um, be back. We'd love to do. (laughs) We'd love to do something again. You know, especially like you know, come by. We'll do another show when you guys get more beers on tap too, type of thing. Really expand the portfolio, and uh, let the let the listeners you know experience how things have gone. Um, do you guys have social media? We do. We are on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at at Cliffside Brewing. Um, we also have our website, which is cliffsidebrewing.com. Uh, so you can find us there, and we are on Yelp. We're on Untapped. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, uh, make sure you check out our our Facebook page. We'll have um, we'll have their social media info posted there as well. So when you're listening to the show, you can just click away. Uh, Once you, you tell them where they can find us, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's finding new local breweries or drinking sneaker beer. <laughs> And uh, you can find us on Podbean and iTunes every morning from 7 to 8 a.m. on the Lieb Sports Network and every Sunday from 12 to 1 on the PPRN Radio Network. Mark, I'm really impressed that you don't even have this written down. I don't think you've yeah, ever had it written down. down. I've it's, said it so many times. <laughs> I think you just say it to yourself before you go to bed. He night. wakes up like, <laughs> just reciting it. <laughs> well, Dave and Samantha, it was a pleasure to be here. Yeah, um, thank you. Like said, we'll, we'll be back soon as, as customers, not as podcast hosts. <laughs> and until until next time. Oh, hold on. We've got whispering going no, on. No, we're good. We're good. Stop whispering. Continue. Don't do that. That's distracting. <laughs> um, until next time, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mock. Sheen Washable. Nope. I'm Solsey. I'm J Mart. I'm the Red Baron. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>